Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy, the number one fuck boy, Johnny G. Standing six foot two, three hundred and four pounds. That's right, folks. He's coming back down from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island. It's John Gabris. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson, Maine, from A Star Is Born. Abortion is healthcare. Slightly less dated reference. Thank you, Jackson. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, my daily silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur, not currently in here because we're getting our rug steam clean. So he's barking at the steam cleaner guy. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios from the Adult Thing Podcast. You know him. You love him. We got Jordan Carlis and Michelle Buteau. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Dude, that felt like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I felt like you were going to announce like a mustard raid watching you doing that intro. <laughs> that is wild. I need to touch my toes and cat cow. You wow. know, some horse strength. Oh my I'm gosh! Not- <laughs> it feels like the, yeah, we're gonna you're gonna do a monster truck show at the Wilmington Coliseum one night only, I'm telling and the Grave Digger will be there. It's giving I love ketamine it, and <laughs> Renaissance fair. <laughs> oh my god! Does your Roosevelt Raceway is what we had on Long Island? <laughs> uh, Roosevelt Raceway, I love it. <laughs> by by up, the man? way, I'm always a little self conscious to do that, but it it does. Uh, but it was all worth it for Michelle's face the second I started, where it was like a true <laughs> surprise, like. Oh, okay. What? What did I? I what did I sign look. up for here, Jordan? <laughs> I knew. I knew this is well within your wheelhouse. This is a man. John Gabrus is the best. John Gabrus has, and, you, and uh, your audience knows this, but a tat of Long Island on on your uh, in, on your arm. Two tattoos. Arm? I've got a bicep of Long Island. <laughs> yes. And I've got the word "food" in a heart on my right arm. Yes. And that broke guy my mom. Theory that, could never. <laughs> yeah. Come at me, guy. I'm the true Italian uh, dump truck who eats fried food. Uh, I'm so stoked to have you guys on, man. Uh, yeah, man. I'm, I've known Jordan forever, but I've been a fan of Michelle for just as long. So this is so this ra- is rad for me. Uh, Absolutely. Feelings mutual, man. And the topic you guys threw out really spoke to me. So that was like a real interesting thing because. I'm 41 and I'm finally really just discovering my style. And by discovering my style, I'm realizing 1995 when I was 13 years old is the style like I still want at 41. (laughs) I just want to kick this conversation off with got this last week. If you're seeing it. Oh, what? Hold on. Oh, got an earring. I'm pitting this. I'm pitting this. I got. Oh, my God. I yes. got an earring at 41 yes. years old last yeah, week. Yeah, you did. Look at it you. It is giving divorced dad that doesn't know how to pay his alimony. I love it. Well, that's my entire that vibe. <laughs> my entire vibe is uncle or weekend dad. Like, that's so yeah, you, you yeah. caught me. <laughs> yeah, it's giving Scarface, Scarface poster with a pull-up bar. I love it. <laughs> now swivel the computer to show us all that. <laughs> I've got like the mannequin boxing bag and shit, you know, like, all, like <laughs> just the top torso. 
I mean, the top choice though for no listen, kids. But Gabers, I gotta tell you, man. I always thought you have great style. You have like you have, wear like floral print shirts often. You look like a New Orleans homicide detective. It's <laughs> it's a good vibe, man. <laughs> And or Houston. I, you could be Houston or New Orleans. It's, someone yes. one time referred to me as the guy uh, that the CIA meets up with in Cuba who's been there for too long. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yes. Welcome to my Dora. island. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like I got this Guayavetta and an XXL, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you're, the con- you're the contact. You're the contact. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's and fun. I think I, weirdly enough, my. Uh, late 30s, early 40s kind of lined up with the pandemic in a way where the pandemic, I think, was also a reset to help set fashion for myself, where I was Mm. like, sure, I stopped wearing jeans and khakis in the pandemic and I have not gone back post pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, I've been calling them hard pants and I refuse to wear hard pants going forward. (laughs) Yeah, Hard pants. I like that, man. That was yeah, that was a moment for me, too. Everybody just got into it was Jordan. That was your moment, too. That was my moment. Jordan used to like. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we do adulting shows like our podcast adulting. We do live shows and now we do live and remote shows because of the pandemic. But before the pandemic, like Jordan was always running around, never had time, busy dad, busy, 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 busy. And so he'd show up in like these dad jeans with like, yeah. was there like masking tape out like at a hole at some point? Um, it, <laughs> like, was, it was painter's it was, tape. It was definitely it right. giving like, <laughs> yeah. it was giving today show makeover. And I was like, Jordan, yeah. <laughs> you were such a handsome dude. What is happening? You're like, Michelle, you don't understand how busy I am. I'm like, we are never too busy for nice pants, friend. And then in the pandemic, like he just turned into like an R and B producer. Like I don't know yeah. what happened. It's like he found his inner P Diddy. Mich- Michelle absolutely crushing at a hundred percent hit rate on her similes. <laughs> like <laughs> it's all true. There's no lies. I, I definitely I know. wanted to dress like Drake. I was like, let me dress like Drake uh, a little bit, but on a budget. And, um, you know, just got way into athleisure. And I think everybody, yeah. once you hit 40, you definitely want to be more comfortable in your yes. clothing. Yet, you also, you're like, okay, maybe maybe it's time for a reset in how I look, you know? Because it's, it's like... It's why yeah. you get first class tickets instead of premium economy. It's elevated yeah. comfort. You still want to relax and have fun. But if you've been working for like, let's say 20 odd years, which you have been, because most people have been working since they're in high school or college. By the time you're in your 40s, your New Year's resolution should be to upgrade. Like my resolution in my 30s was more sex, less people. LOL, that's how I met my husband. But like in your 40s, (laughs) upgrade. Do you know what I mean? Like you got to upgrade. You know what you love. That the thing that like you know what you like at by your time you're in your forties you know what you like Mm -hmm. you know what looks good on you you know what other people like on you uh, i e a partner or your friends are like who gas you up with like shit those new glasses look awesome Jordan you're like yeah I do look good with clear frames I should look for some dope and then also when you're forty you start to understand like when you're in your twenty when you're twenty five you're like I should have ten shirts. When you're 40, Ooh. you're like, I should have five awesome shirts, like, or, you know, yes. or, or 20 awesome, you know, even more. But you start to yeah. go like, this is not clothing, but this is a perfect example. My wife and I, before the pandemic, 38 years old, 39 years old, bought like a $5,000 sectional for our living room, which is just like an insane amount of money, more than anything <laughs> I own. I don't own a car. I don't just, I don't own jewelry. Nothing is that expensive Congrats. in my life. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. I'm like sweating. I've only bought uh, couches off the street and Craigslist before this. You know what I mean? And then it comes and you're like, right, we're fucking 40. We're going to have this couch for 10 to 15 mm-hmm. years. Now yes. I have an amazing couch that now I understand Ooh. that dad energy. I, I, I'm obviously a childless 40 year old, but like the dad energy of like, take a look at that yard, huh? Like, take a look at this couch. Like yeah. I stand with my hands on my hips and just like look at my couch and go, this was a good fried. investment. It's getting steam cleaned right now. That's how much oh, we like that fucking oh. couch. I love it. I love that for you. I just... I- yeah, and it's like, those choices. It's like that, like you're saying, like, oh, yeah. it, it's time to fly first class. Fuck it. I know it's like financially untenable, but if I have to fly, <laughs> I might as well be comfortable when I arrive uh, and be yeah, try to rested. Yeah. It's also sort of like the American way to get fast everything. 
food, fashion, everything is just going to be fat. And we never think about the quality. It's just like more, 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 more. But now you've watched something that you bought for like $30 and it's shrunk. Do you know what I mean? And so, you know, if we're just, you know, what I don't understand is like everyone's into eating healthy and being vegan and like a skinny margarita. And that's great too. But like, what about the other stuff? Like it can't just be with your kale salad. And I think, you know, whether it's your furniture or your car, you know, shit that's sustainable that, you know, will last and make you look and feel good is the way to go. But also like, we don't fully understand that till later in life because I don't think like our parents really got it because, you know, the last couple of generations is just like, you know, get that shit done and quickly. I mean, well, I, I think yeah. our generation specifically too, like I can't speak exactly to your upbringings, but like, I think we're of the age where our parents were like, you don't need a fancy car. You, you got to get from here to there. Exactly. You got, you're like, that yeah. was my dad. My dad drove to and from the city every single day in like, old beater cars with like stick shifts in traffic. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> fucking, you drive, you spend three hours a day in your car. Treat yourself to something that is comfortable. And then make, and he's like, nah, nah, you know, it's like this, like that sacrifice mentality. And yes. I think I carried that torch for a while. I was like, who, I don't fucking care. I got this t-shirt free at a, a gig. I'll wear it every week, for, you know, and I'll roll yeah. it in. And then you get older and you're like, it fits me a little weird. Let me get something that fit. And then you find the coolest thing about being a grown up is you're like, Oh, these pants fit perfectly. Go back on the website. Four pairs, assorted colors, double XL. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe two in the My same favorite. color. Maybe you're like, the rust looks awesome on me. Let me get two pairs of the rust so I could straight up donate the one when I get inevitably get oh, oil on I love it. it. Yeah. I love it. It's giving Rain Man supermarket sweeps. I'm here for it. Dude, I the Honest, honestly, I feel sometimes like a cartoon character where I'm like, shit, th these shirts fit awesome. And I'm like, double XL, this company, that these shirts fit. Okay, I like these four patterns. Get them. Especially, I'm adding a layer here that I have an, a weird body I, uh, for shopping for clothes. Not weird to look at. But I have like broad shoulders, a huge gut, no ass, big yeah. hips. Like I have like Wait, such I'm... a strange. Yeah, I know. Oh that sounds God. like an awful rap like, song. I'm though. right here. Are you You're... describing me? But isn't it fun that we have the same body? We have the same body, girl. We have the same goal weight. The whole thing. Isn't it fun that we can get tankinis? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Different Live colors that cabbie now. life now. Yeah, it's true. But it's so true. Like now, the fashion industry has decided to accept our money and and deemed us worthy of you know looking good. So I love yeah, that. Wear them the, shorts. The forecaster at some, uh, you know, clothing company comes in and goes, hey, uh, we did some research and people who are large also have money. And they're like, oh, <laughs> maybe we should make clothes that they feel good in. And it's like, really? <laughs> it's like they're not going to hit the runway, but make a fucking shirt in my size for crying out loud. And it, it's more and more it's happening and more and more. It used to be like. A guy my size, you'd have to wear just like champion. You know, you'd have to dress like a bouncer at like a, a bar. You know, you'd have to just wear like a champion yeah. polo or some shit. Like you had to look like a offensive line coach. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, for my whole like childhood, like my teenage years and then also uh, early 20s, I looked like a Greek widow everywhere I went because the <laughs> only thing available in my size was black. And so people would literally be like thoughts and prayers. And I'm just like, what? I'm just giving you Puerto Rican Johnny Cash. Don't worry about it. Like I try to make it work, but I'm like, it'd be nice to wear something other than black. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. It's like, I feel like that same guy who's like, large people have money. It's like, I also hear that they like colors. <laughs> and it's like, I know. It, you, black and navy blue and gray were the only things for so long in the double XL. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially for the big bitches. It's all like animal print. So I'm just like, why am I giving a safari big five on my ass right now? <laughs> yeah, this is not okay. It's triggering. Anytime somebody brings cheetah, I'm like, take it away. It's just triggering. <laughs> Let me say something. Let me say something. John Gabris has the boldest fashion of most dudes. I know. I know you whenever you pose on IG with your wife and you have some new ensemble, it's like yes. crazy, dude. You look like you're from out of central casting guest star, maybe three arc in Miami Vice. It's like insane. <laughs> You always look great, man. You always look great because you you take you take risks and chances on your fashion. And I think you mm. shouldn't stop doing that in your 40s either. I think people are often calling like like, you know, you're old. You're, you're old. You should sit down. You should like this, that, the third. I always feel like, you know, lean into how you look because I, I definitely um, 
tried to kind of like fade in or fit in. And now more more than usual, not like all the time, I'll buy something that that helps me like stand out a little bit more. You know, I, I definitely am comfortable like playing it. second fiddle. And now, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do next, y'all. I mean, we got a show coming up and I need a new outfit. Maybe this is the show where we do it. And I go Ooh. to a place called I go, I go to a place called Snipes, which uh, the what? young, young youth. Yeah. You know, Snipes. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, I know Wesley. That's why I was curious if it's at all related. <laughs> He does not own I it. I go there. Um, they, they don't charge any tax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zero tax. He's, he still hasn't learned his lesson. Um, no, but I, it's like. I, it's I all black like, leather dusters and Oakleys and shit. You just <laughs> dress like Blade. <laughs> oh, my God. Are Jordan you going to our show look like the Matrix? What the fuck is going to happen? Jordan rolls in in the full Daywalker kit for your show. I got to be there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought this He's was like, just space. came from a PTA this was a meeting. <laughs> I know. I like people. I, I I love I love being a dad, but I love people are like being like, oh, you have kids. I I love that. I love when that's people a good like, energy. Yeah, yeah. It's a good energy because there's a there's a lot of sad dad energy out there, especially at the playground. A lot of like uh, gray skinned men. No offense uh, to to white people, but there's a lot of gray skin. You can men stay, out there. you can be outside for a little bit with your yeah, kids yeah. every once in a while. Get a, get a little kiss of vitamin D, would you? You know just, what it is too. Like for all the white men listening to your podcast, don't believe the hype, motherfuckers. You need lotion, okay? Yes. Enough. Yes. You're not like some bougie bitch that doesn't need cream on their face. I mean, look, skin cancer alone. Get yourself a little lotion with some SPF in it. You need it. Trust me. You moisturize, don't you, Gabriel? Yeah. Oh, of course. Every time I run into a crusty 40-ish white guy from outside yeah. of a New York and L.A., they're always like, they look 10 years older than me. And I'm, yeah. they're always like, what the fuck, man? And I'm like, I drink a ton of water and I moisturize. Like, yeah, man. And that's all from my wife. That, I, that did take, because, you know, I'm just like, I'm a guy. I don't need that. And then I'm like, oh, my skin feels so much nicer. Yeah. Here's the trigger yeah. point for big, big, big white guys, I'm going to guess. Back of the fucking tricep uh, yeah, elbow yeah, area, yeah, yeah, like yeah, where yeah, your yeah. t-shirt rests and like your hair, yeah. your arm hair kind of goes away. It gets like chicken skinny if you don't fucking take care oh of it. Oh my God. It, it looks like the witch in every movie that has to kill all the young women to stay alive. Like that's what the back <laughs> of your arm looks like. So use fucking lotion. Okay? Again, another fucking home run simile from Buteau. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so Just nasty back there. It's like red and pockmarked. It looks like a fucking like... <laughs> Like a trucker's ass, and then you have to fucking. <laughs> yes. Got... It looks like if you ever Google image eczema, right. even if you don't have it, that's what the back of your arm looks like. Oh. And then picture your, like it's gross, like your ass, all of it. Like put some lotion on. You're that... not above it. You can go to Costco and get a manly lotion that smells like pine trees. <laughs> we're actually, we're stumbling on another topic too, and this is probably more for, uh, it goes down a gender divide a little bit more for men yeah. versus women, but. I feel like as you get older too, like I got a body wash. I, st I liked when I was like 36, okay. I'm yeah. still using that body wash. It's a little, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not cheap, but it, you over the course of years, you, you used to be like, ah, whatever's in the shower. And then you are like, well, now I have my lotion, my <laughs> face wash, my yeah. shampoo. When I yeah. go travel now, I got to bring like a fucking full blown toiletry kit rather than like a toothbrush in my fucking backpack. And that feels good it feels, feels good, good to have your stuff yeah oh my god okay i don't know if any of the ladies or gay men are listening to this How, of course if you go to someone's house and you go in their bathroom if they just have a plastic toothbrush that they got for free on an airlines run the other way you don't they have time for all that you're better all off right. fostering a puppy like no if they have that take that apart if they have that at a hotel i'll give them a pass if they keep at their house like free, no. yes. like and it's like a hotel shampoo and shit in the in the yeah, get the no. fuck out of there. If their I, bathroom was only sample, what are you bitch, about to you defend, get, Jordan? I, <laughs> you and girl, Molly. I definitely swipe hotel toothbrushes and keep them plenty because I am a total dodo bird. I have no idea where I put my stuff, and okay. it's very important. My wife is so organized and she packs all the toiletries. So what do I do? I just steal hers. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I smell so floral and fresh. That's why you're going like, to stay married. Yeah. And that's why you will love her forever. I love my husband forever <laughs> because I work too hard to take the trash out and or walk a spider out the fucking door. So I will love him forever, no matter what happens. Like, 
Whatever goes down between us, it, that that trash is two times a week. I can't. I need I, him. I'm I'm a I'm I'm staying married via doing the dishes and cleaning up the uh, our dining room table after the meal and my, and my oh, wife. Oh, that's like Good those are my you. two specialties. Yes, good, I man. love it. Either my two specialties or two things my wife is slowly like uh, taught me to do exclusively on my own <laughs> by just oh, not helping oh, at all. <laughs> like oh. two ways to explain it is like, oh, by never pitching in here, this has become my hobby. <laughs> yes. Thank you, hon. <laughs> yes. Find your lane and swim in it. It's wonderful. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I do feel that uh, as you get older also, I mean, like I got myself a tuxedo. I was done renting them. And I was like, I was like, I need a tux, so I got a tux, yes. and it's um, it's everything to be able to fit into it. It's just like I gotta. That's uh, my goal. It's just like stay in the tuxedo. That's and your it, Beyonce Renaissance tour. You're like, funny. got to get into this. This is the big moment. Got you. Got, that's your that's your silver horse. You must ride. Listen, those socks go on no. first. They don't go on last. They go on first. I don't want to split my, Ooh, my freaking pants. What in the I, Black yeah. James Bond is going on, Jordan? <laughs> be solving crimes internationally no! paying taxes. Listen, when you get old and you're a parent, you have to go to galas. Galas? Galas? Girl, I don't know. I think it depends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they want you to raise more money. It's always raise more money. You're at a public school. I'm already paying for this with taxes. Not going to yeah. raise more money? What, what is going yeah. on? So it's like, it's important that you have looks to go out and you want to look, you want to look good, but you don't want to look yeah, you don't want to look like you're going to the freaking Emmys. You want to look yeah. like, you know, you're going to whatever PS 94. Yeah. A gala. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, a gala. A gala? Gala or gala? <laughs> I heard. I guess I've heard all three now at this point. It's actually a gala, and nobody knows it. They don't <laughs> yeah, it's gala, gala, gala Island? Let's yes, Gala Island. Yeah. Exactly. Go play together. In- <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Once you get it, once you actually buy a tux, you will actually get invited to more things that require a tux. That's how that goes. Yes. Yes. It's like once you get a pickup truck, more people ask you to help them move. Like it's the same shit. It's true. It's dress for the everybody needs a Christmas tree this year. What the fuck? (laughs) Dress for the gala you want. That's the old expression, right? Ooh. I have I have noticed that my old carcass has been able to get into like nightclubs if I am wearing a tuxedo. If you wear a tuxedo and not a tie, people are like, well, this guy's doing fancy stuff. And they yeah. let you into nightclubs. Like, it's yeah. it's kind of a crazy you thing. Are, if, if I saw you outside a nightclub with, like, no bow tie and just a tux, I'd be like, it's definitely giving head writer for Donald Glover. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> give, give him his flowers. He cuts the line. Yeah. <laughs> let this I, guy in. Yeah. He's, I, I think I, he's either a sports <laughs> agent or uh, an yeah. author. Yeah. yeah, he definitely just struck a deal at CAA. He's got. He's gonna tip well. That's all. I yes. Know. Yeah. He like was definitely involved in Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I wrote that episode of Atlanta that's like so weird. It's just the, yes, the yes, whole cast is. is just yeah, yeah a dozen of oh, turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all twelve of the weird ones. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this guy. He's the next Jordan Peele. Let him in. <laughs> Jordan Let Carlos, the next Jordan Peele. If you can't get Jordan Peele, get Jordan Carlos. I'm around. That's right. The Jordan, otherwise known as the Jordan we can't afford. Absolutely. I am the, I am the, what is that? Uh, Nick Nolte and the other guy. Who's the other guy that's like, oh exactly. my God. Gary, <laughs> Gary Busey. Busey. Thank you very much. Thank you very I much for that you. assist. You told me not to be specific, and here I am not being specific. But I I think most of it's like also you got to up the game in your dress because I feel like my wife was running out of road and a little patience with how I looked because I looked like a mile of bad road. She looks great. She would always like put. She's evolving. She's getting. She's getting better. Yeah. Cuter, tighter, smarter. I'm and we were not- all we were all there on the side, like <laughs> better, so cuter, has- tighter, smarter, better, cuter, tighter, smarter. <laughs> the death, the death, death won't kill you. Listen, wait, hold up, Ma, did you leave? <laughs> we making chicken Don't tonight or what? <laughs> the answer comes from outside into your window. Yes, <laughs> say bye before you leave. Sorry, my mom's leaving. She came to visit me for the weekend and oh, the kids, so- mostly the kids. Oh my god. That was that's the awesome. Jersey intercom right there. That was a Jersey intercom. I know. Right <laughs> Mom, did you get my hoagie from Walmart? Ah! Ah! I, 
I want oil and vinegar. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> throw it to you for a second, Michelle. As you've gotten uh, of age, have you found something that you re- like a, a article of clothing or a, a way of dressing that you're like, shit, th- this was not recently a part of my life or like, oh man, I finally got the confidence to do blank or the comfort yeah. level to do blank. What, what, what's changed for you? As You know, um, I wrote a book called survival of the thickest plus size essays in a small minded world because <laughs> there yeah. was like this growing up plus size. There's always this thing where, um, the world tells you you're not beautiful because you're not fuckable by patriarchal standards. And so you have to go out and find that education for yourself. Cause that's one of those things that you just have to overcome. And I, did that in a lot of different ways, like finding my inner hoe, um, traveling, seeing what other bodies look like. You know, I just did a lot of things for myself. And so, you know, looking back on it, I always had the confidence to wear these things. They just weren't ready, readily available for me. And so by the time I got to 38, 39, 40, I was almost like a low budget seamstress, like, because I've just been figuring out how to make it work for me for so long, because there is like that thing where I did want to like, shine out but like it was just black and sequence and so i had this this aha moment for me was like oh fuck it isn't me that needs to catch up to the world it's the world that needs to catch up to me yeah so when i say i'm really happy this the fashion industry has plus now it's also to like real talk save lives i knew a lot of big girls that were like fucking suicidal because they just didn't feel worthy and i'm like Mm -hmm you better take that big ass and take it somewhere and fucking show everybody how wonderful you are, right? And it's different now. Like, I have freckles. I've always had them. People made fun of me for them. Now people are getting freckles. I have curly, I have curly hair. People are like, why don't you straighten it? I did for a while. That didn't work for me. Now people are getting their hair curly. Like, now people are getting, like, Brazilian butt lifts. And so it's like, whatever that thing is that you're like, how do I figure this out? That's the thing that's going to, like, be the most celebrated. So just, like, Trust that. And that can come at any age. You can come at 20. You can come at 60. You don't fucking know. Look at fucking Martha Stewart is on the cover of fucking Sports Illustrated. She's 81, bitch. She looks like she still gets moist on her own. That makes you want to get it. That makes you want to have a billion dollars real bad seeing her. Look oh, like, like that at 81. I'm like, damn, oh I, I need I need 81. that Martha Stewart money ASAP. 81, 85. She definitely... Dude. Yeah, whatever edibles she's taking, whatever fucking whale sperm she's putting on her face, you <laughs> let me know. Lucky I will put in whale. the super code to buy some for me and both of y'all and your wives, okay? Promo code but, Martha. Um, <laughs> Promo code whale item, that, that item for me, though, to get back to it, because she does go off on like a fucking big titty TED Talk sometimes. No, I'm here for those. Literally, my search terms is big titty. <laughs> <laughs> Google image, it's me. <laughs> oh, hi, um, Michelle. <laughs> but um, a crop top. I, I always thought like a crop top was just something skinny people could wear because it was only available for them. And now there's plus size crop tops. And I've never felt more alive. I said, God damn, look at this. <laughs> Sitting down in a crop top, belly everywhere. Don't give a fuck. Just proud of it. Pictures. Yes. Reaching for something on the high shelf. The fucking lower titty hanging out, being like, oh, well, it is what it is, bitch. I mean, uh, <laughs> Michelle, it's, it's actually body. it's actually the next shelf up. <laughs> 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 nope. Higher. Yes. <laughs> Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. We know that. Humans know that. Yet kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making it an ultra processed food. Why don't you try something fresh? Okay. How about the farmer's dog? It's real food. You feed your dog the farmer's dog. It's real fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies, gently cooked in human grade kitchens to preserve the nutritional value. What if you found out they were cooked by dogs too? That would be fun. Personalized, just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized vet-developed recipes for as little as two bucks a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of people from the farmer's dog. That's, of course, people who are big fans of and supporters of dogs, not people who are half dog, half people. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash mighty. Get 50% off your fresh box of healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash mighty. And you get free shipping. Just go to farmersdog.com slash mighty to get 50% off. That's 
the F-A-R-M-E-R-S-D-O-G dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. Farmersdog.com slash Mighty. 50% off your first box and free shipping. You you said something in there that I want to talk about real quick. There's that moment when you're I here in the la- I grew up wearing spe- I I wore speedos because I was on the swim team and I was a Jones Beach lifeguard and we wore like little boy oh. shorts. As I got older, I was like that I never I, I had a ha- struggled to get into them in high school. Then when they were for work and for uh, competing, I was like, oh, that's cool. Then I went back to like knee length board shorts like everyone else. But yeah. in the last few years, you know, maybe five years ago, I. I had like a level of uncomfortability with my own body. And then I realized that a lot of it, like you're sitting, talking about sitting there. I couldn't imagine sitting straight up with my shirt off in front of people for so long, just because that is like one of the most unflattering uh, if you're a big bellied person like myself. Mm -hmm. But then I realized I'm in the heads of other people. I actually am more comfortable. If it's warm and sunny, I am more comfortable with my shirt off. I just didn't feel more comfortable because I was in the heads of strangers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Once I got out of their heads, my whole thing fucking came on. Like my whole thing came together. And then I had this moment where I was like looking at myself in the mirror in board shorts versus looking at myself in the mirror in a speedo. And I was like, even if I do look markedly worse in this speedo, <laughs> say I look 10% worse in this speedo, I yeah. feel 20% better in the speedo for some reason Mm. so Mm -hmm. i'm overall net positive feeling better so i started to say well then who fucking cares i'm only not wearing a speedo because i'm worried that it looks unflattering but i feel great who am i trying to flatter my no yeah and so now i've really come and michelle you said something about traveling and seeing other people i'll tell you what old italian men and old beach bums set me down a path where i'm like you could just have a big tan belly yeah. and a big gray beard and fucking drink a Negroni cigar salami yes. hero on a boat. Yes. And yes. these guys like the heavy set attack, they all, they have like four gumadas that are like beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's, it, it they works forever. Yes. And, and people I just love them. I saw people that. want to touch their dick. They yeah. still make money. It's fine. <laughs> yes. It's fucking fine. Uh, Michelle. Exa- Isn't that crazy? I'm like, this guy fucks. This guy gets my, I'm like, I could be that. I. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And that I found my way into my fashion via like heavy set beach bum guys and like Italian sure. and Greek men, big hair. I wear a gold <laughs> chain now. I, gold chain, a speedo. Like I'm fucking living my life out there. Yeah. And it's all, and Six years ago, I would be like remiss to pop my shirt off. Now I take my shirt off when I'm walking my dog. That's yeah. fucking crazy. I mean, that's a little more tolerable in Los Angeles. It's not as like if you did that in like yeah. New York, it could be considered a little weird. In LA, it's a lot of CrossFitters popping their tops. Not a lot of guys built like me oh. hiking shirtless, but I don't give a fuck anymore. Zero and it fucks. rules. Yeah. yeah. Robin and Roberts. I feel better. You had your shirt off when we talked to Robin Roberts. It was nuts. Um, <laughs> at the airport. Uh, that's the one one reference. Got it. You got it in. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what's you know what's crazy? Back home in Texas, they used to do that a lot. In the 80s, people would like walk around and it didn't matter you what kind of body you had. People would walk around without a shirt on. I don't know if you remember this time in the 80s or if it was done in Jersey and Long Island, but people would be like, mm-hmm. it'd be like, no shirt, no shoes, no service was on the door at like McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, you name it, Walmart. So you had to have a shirt on. Now, I probably am just like describing Texans, but um, <laughs> like- <laughs> You might be, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm here for it. We were just knuckle-dragging mud folk, but like like people didn't- we- I remember my dad not wearing like his shirt and just like having a belly out, mowing the lawn, going for errands, things like that. And I was like, oh, that's that's great. But then as the 90s developed, like you had to cover up more and everybody covered up, right? You, you wore very baggy clothing and that's just what, that's what the style was. For me, I wonder what I'm going to look, what I'm going to dress like in the next 10 years. I wonder if mm-hmm. I'm going to get like, pay more attention to like GQ magazine or, or like materials. Mm-hmm. That's material. another thing. Probably. That's like a grown up thing that I'm noticing is like, I care a lot about what the stuff feels like now, too. That yeah. wasn't Ooh. something I always cared about. Oh, 100. Like, I mean, I like to go by season. So like this summer, 
I'm going to Amsterdam for the whole summer with my family because my husband's from there. Oh, we won't have, have a car. Fun. That's we'll awesome. Have, I am. I mean, the edible game is strong, so I'm going to be fun, mom. Um, <laughs> everything. The kitchen. Uh, will mom be needs to go to the coffee shop again, kids. Hold on. Be right out. <laughs> no, no, no. That's Mama's space cake. That's your cake. Yo, yo. That one's on the high shelf with the lower titty hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me We're get the... it real quick. Mm, I think I got it. Oh no! <laughs> is my it... tit fell out? Ooh, pillow fight. Mama's fine. But I am thinking about my wardrobe, so I like to go in seasons. You know what I mean? mean and the cool thing about being with a european guy is that like he's like do these gypsy pants that are oversized it doesn't have to be tight and short like it can be loose and baggy and comfortable because that's also fun you know and so Mm -hmm. he really has helped me discover my inner puerto rican tilda swinton where i'm like (laughs) this is cool and he can dress heist is a great like he is very fashionable guy he has great yeah. shoe game. Shoe game uh, increases as you get older. Shoe game is important. Oof. It's like well, that, yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe you, you slow realize down, your you... feet stop growing. You realize <laughs> that, like, yes, my waist fluctuates, unfortunately, but my feet almost mm-hmm. always are the same size. Sometimes post flight, I got to cut a pair oh. of sneakers off or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> after one too many binges, I got to cut my sneakers off. But shoes are important. <laughs> Once you're like, I'm a size 12. I know it. I'm not shrinking. I'm not growing anymore. I mm-hmm. could spend some loot on sneakers now. I could spend some yeah. loot on shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So how many sneakers is an acceptable amount of sneakers? That's, I think I've, I, I want to know the answer. I want to know the answer. And I look to your wisdom, both of you, as we, as we get older, what's an acceptable amount of sneakers? I'm not a sneaker head guy. Like and a lot of my yeah. friends are, a lot of my 40 year old comedy friends of all mm. races are huge Especially sneaker comedians. heads. Yeah. 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 Comedians are. Michelle Wolf, we're talking to you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Pally, you're being red, bitch. Oh, uh, Michael Che. <laughs> we're coming for you. Don't get it. Just like everybody. You start naming everybody. There Michelle is Wolf, most people. She wore all like All the wedges, comics at right? West Side Comedy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say, I would say, um, a good 10 pairs, okay? Yeah. Okay. I have three for, like, working out because sometimes you have, like, the old ones that you can wear hiking and this and that. So you have, like, three that are, like, working out. Yeah. And then you have the other ones that are, like, for show. But I think mm. it's also nice to have, like, a good pair of sandals, man, or, like, like a sandal game, like a good-ass sandal game. That's pretty tight. You know what's really, I find very attractive on men this summer is, like, the short shorts and like the button down shirts that match yeah oh yeah oh, the, little... the whole flow the whole thing yeah, the whole... i like that that has a name and i forget what it is it's like camp fit or something there's like some oh, sort of shit. name for it that works I, yeah and that's that's a cool i like i like that look a lot uh i'm a sandal guy i i hate to ask the black dude on the podcast but how, <laughs> what what What's your opinion on sandals? I don't know uh, many of my black friends nah. rocking sandals. I don't, I, well, unless J's, it's got slides with the socks. The J's to the beach. <laughs> the J's to the beach. The Tim's to the beach. Work boots at the beach. No one yeah. sees these toes. My toes are actually white. No one has actually seen They've never seen daylight. No, I mean, I was raised in the suburbs. So I was raised with wolves. But um, so, so, so you're, you're Gucci. Oh, I'm I'm definitely I definitely wear flippy floppies. I had to learn that about my own culture. I was like, what are you talking about? We don't wear, wear flip flops. We don't wear these. Oh, man. They're, they're so perfect for going to the pool. The pool. You you're going to the pool. I wear them on stage. I wear them. I let my toes be with free. Jeans. I, yeah, with jeans. I'm a problem. Ooh. I'm a city sandal guy. I definitely have had. Uh, yeah. Domain sepsis, all, all these terrible things that you can get. Um, I, I you go I, on I, the subway in in yeah. flip flops. You're yeah, a fucking yeah. legend. I, and it's yeah. funny because like women are doing that all the time, but it's just like when a True. dude does it, there's something like even you're like, are you crazy? <laughs> Is he okay? Yeah. <laughs> Is he okay? I I because when I was when I was uh in my early twenties, these uh was a Brazilian brand of sandals, Havainas. Yeah. Came out and that was like everybody had to have Havainas. Yeah, so that was I like bought... the Sambas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I got those Havainas. And they're and like, wasn't... they're like yes. the, the flips with like nothing to them, right? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, nothing to be to honest, them. like if I didn't know you, Jordan, and I seen you in some <laughs> jeans and some flip flops and your glasses, I'd be like, I would 
not like so non-threatening. I'd be like, oh, this guy definitely has a jumper cable in his <laughs> trunk. Like he And I do. How I definitely do. <laughs> yeah. First aid, jumper cable, spare tire, yeah. all that. Don't worry. I got goldfish you. snacks yeah. for the kids uh, <laughs> yeah. in case of low blood but sugar. I, yeah. I wouldn't ask you to help me bring my stroller up and down the steps though, because I feel like you trip. Slip easily. I can slip. There's yes, no grip in this. Quite things. easily. So you you definitely want to think about that. I, I, I'm a flip flops guy. I'm a flip flop guy, not for long Whoa. walks, but uh-huh. I I will rock them to the beach. I, I haven't done it on stage yet, but that's it's a little inspiring. It's bold. It's, it's bold. harder with improv because you got to move <laughs> a little more. Not on a Friday night. Yeah, not yeah. on a Friday night. But I'll tell you what, I got my toes done. That's a new thing for Bitch, me in the last you two years. Better, girl, you better treat yourself. What I color? Got, I got. Uh, well, it's called Tutti Fruity. It's hot pink. <laughs> But something else yeah. I've learned is that it's fun. Like your toes are almost always hidden. And then when they're yes. not, it's either like for summer or a loved ones or whatever. As a man, yeah. your toes are almost always in. When you pop them out and they're pink, it makes me excited to see color. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, a little fun pop of color. Like I wear bright colored sneakers all the time. And then I take my shoes off and my feet are just these like gray lumps. Nah, dude. Let me get some. And I, I and now with flip flops, I like look down at my feet and I'm like, those are cute. Like that's Look, crazy. You know what? I I I applaud this because especially with like this whole movement of non-binary and trans people trying to find um uh, a safe space in the world mm-hmm. to live their truth. I'm just like, let's normalize this shit, man. It's just color, it's just our bodies, it's just our toes. And so when my four-year-old son was like, I want to get my nails painted like you and Hazel, his um sister, Aww. I'm like, let's go. And so his nail color was pink, purple, pink, purple. Like, give me one nail pink and one nail purple. And what's so dope is like, he looks at his nails with pride. I see it. I'm like, that's so dope. And he's just showing everybody his nails. He's like, look at my nails. I say, yeah, you better. And then when people like say some shit about it, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You keep that to yourself. Whatever you think men and women are supposed to do, there's that is very black and white. And we are dealing with shades of gray in between that. It's just love and unity, bitch. So back the fuck up. Okay. Uh, yeah, because lo- you're you know, lucky. You're, he he hasn't been ba- uh, steeped in a fucking stew of toxic masculinity for 25 yeah. years, yeah. like people yeah. of our generation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It took me so long to like come around to getting. Uh, I was like, like a, a a year ago, I was like, I think I want a dangly earring, uh, one ear. Like I like. Mm. I'm starting yes! to lean into like this. You fucking rock star. So I was like, fuck <laughs> it. And I got a piercing. I'm rocking a pedicure. I go home though. I have nephews, I have brothers, I have a mm-hmm. mom, and they're all like stuck, you know, Long Island, and it's I think it's only 1975 on Long Island. Right <laughs> so they're still dealing with like OPEC <laughs> shit over there. Yeah, I'll go home and my nephew will yeah. be like, Uncle Nani, why are your toes painted? And I'll go because I like colors and it's fun to have more colors in my uh, on my body. And he's like, Oh, and like my mom's like. Uncle Nani's a weirdo. That's why. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm weird, but not because yeah. of this. <laughs> like, just so you yeah. know. Like, yes. I, I make a Weirdos point. Cool. I'm not pushing yeah. anything on my nephews, but I keep saying to the detriment of everyone in my family that <laughs> you literally can do anything. I just keep yeah. saying stuff like, I'll be like, yeah, because this summer is the summer where I start pairing my Speedo with sarongs. I'm rocking. <laughs> I'm here for it. I w- Look. I- it's just giving Polynesian culture. Dude, I mean, have you seen Jason Momoa? That's where I got the name? idea. I went to French uh, P- Polynesia with my in-laws on a huge, like, uh, uh, went to Bora Bora, and these wow. fucking big island dudes were all rocking sarongs with their slippers and uh, a Speedo underneath or short shorts underneath, and I was like, this is the look. Like, I yeah. get so that way you don't have to, like, walk to the bar with your fucking little pecker frozen and like visible in your little speedo you could th- you could throw a little wrap on so you walk past the kiddie pool feeling safe you know yes so i stand i, I i'm I, i'm introducing i'm already searching i've already messaged my uh pacific island friends going is it cultural appropriation if i start wearing a lava lava <laughs> Man. I won't get the rock yeah. tattoos and shit. I'll just rock the lava lava. Don't worry. Sure. About it. Yeah. <laughs> no, do you? I mean, I, I feel also that it's important to, you know, kind of like acknowledge that maybe you feel one type of way about style or another, you know, like, okay, that you're on a spectrum. Like you're saying that you can, 
you can wear dangly earring. And that also there's a history of, you know, um, androgyny in culture, right? Like 17th century dukes and kings wore curly ass. Their wig game was crazy. The founding father's (laughs) wig game was nuts, girl. And they they wore like they wore like stockings and they wore like sensible heels and I know shit they want to like, bag. Bu- yeah, they, they want to ban yeah. drag, but everyone was fucking fully dolled up <laughs> for the Constitution. <laughs> everyone was full doll for the fucking Declaration of Independence. They won. They fought a whole war like that. They fought a whole war <laughs> in drag, dude. And it's like <laughs> in and petticoats. People- they rocked petticoats for rumbles. <laughs> petticoats, lipstick. You know, like this kind of like white powdery makeup. Yeah, foundation. Fact, <laughs> foundation. In fact, actually, the, one of the um, the songs, um, uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy, is the Macaroni Club. The Macaroni Club was actually a queer club in London, right? So Yankee Doodle, uh, keep it up, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Dandy. You know, yeah. mind the music and the step and let the girls be handy. So it's like handy as in like cover for you. So it's like a, be a beard, right? So Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony, stuck a feather in his hat and called it Macaroni. So it's like it's it's all about that's also a a song not only about toxic masculinity that people don't people don't know, um, but it's it's it kind of goes to show that there was androgyny in culture and that there were people that that felt like men are supposed to dress like this and not like this. However, like kings were dressing like this, you know, Charles II was dressed like that. King George III was dressed like this. Like it didn't matter, dude. Like I saw I went to this uh, um, museum in Amsterdam high off my face and i swear to god there's this guy that had rick james it was a statue a bust the dude had amazing rick james energy oh did you go to the reichs museum yes i went to the reichs museum yeah i know what picture you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) the rick james of it all and he had the yeah he had the the fullest lips dude the foot like two yeah. Amsterdam tulips. It was just like he just it was yeah, crazy. And, we got to give it up to the non-binary and trans homies for like breaking down the barrier <laughs> for us cis for the cis homies to be like, yeah, I guess I can rock. Of I feel more comfortable rocking a dangly earring now because yes. the, the guy, the person next to me is rocking two dangly. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I that, who I all, love this like th- blending of like and even getting yeah. my ear pierced. I remembered. Like the '90s was right ear, you're gay; left yes. ear, you're yeah. straight. Like that yeah. was the big thing, and I still did left ear. Like, and I don't know, like you know what I mean. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm out of this toxic masculinity. And they were like, which ear, left or right? I'm like, left. I'm fucking straight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Wild. Like, you're buying a fucking gold earring at Maria Tash. Stop saying I'm straight. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. I just I just mean to say that all of it style what style means represents what it signifies is all a moving target. You know, right? that's, it's all a yeah. moving target and it, it's subject to change. I think what, what, what we can keep in mind is that just like, we need to feel all the more free to express ourselves and not be held back. And you know, Hey, you only got so much time on this planet. Stand out. Don't blend. Don't blend. I know. You know. Yeah. And it's also like, I always ask people to think twice before they say something, especially with kids now, because you, it's so detrimental, truly, because you're really putting your shit on uh, someone else. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, if you don't like it, if you don't understand it, that's one thing. But like, think twice. Also, like, why do you think that? Right. Like, right. my most liberal family members will still say some shit where I'm just like, what in the 1955 are you even trying to serve right now? <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they can understand, yeah. like racism but they can't understand anything else outside of that they're just like Mm. that's something else and so in a time now where people are in texas um in tennessee in florida you will be arrested if you are a man in woman's clothing Mm. is fucking insane wow because it's just clothing bitch there are plenty of other people doing way worse things and what Um, and what is women's clothing like long dresses that's what priests wear. That's what, uh, you know, right. like, that's what, ra- like, that's what people yeah. uh, wear in other yes. cultures. That's what yes. you wear to, you know, other cultures wear robes, other cultures wear. And for us to be like, that's for women, that feels, yes, I know where yeah. the, the, the gender binary is gone, but it's crazy how much we stuck to the clothing gender binary. I know. Just like, it's it's yeah. just banana. I, I get where you, you, you need to divide the store in half to make shopping easy. I get it. Uh, but and and but yeah. it's great. Like 
one of the most infuriating things for me is when I'm sneaker shopping and I see an amazing pair of sneakers in a cool yeah. color. Yeah. They're like, oh, sorry, those are women's only. I'm like, can I try on a <laughs> can I try on a women's 14? And they're like, we don't yeah. carry that. I'm like, can you make a men's color in the purple colorways? Can you make the men's stickers in the purple colorways? Because these are fire. I don't want the fucking black and gray ones. I want the purple ones. And they're like, sorry, women only. And I'm like, fuck, why? I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that like I and I used to work in all the malls in Jersey because I'm from Jersey. And I think that malls should really be a little bit more inclusive. I know I'm going off on one, but hear me out. I know I'm it's in. always giving Puerto Rican Long Island, metal, but here's the well. fuck we are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just culture. like, I've I've had there should be sort of like um, a unisex section, real talk, because like, you know, I have a friend who likes to wear she's gay. She likes to wear men's suits and she's always and I'm going with her into the men's part of the store. And they're like, is this for your boyfriend? Is this for mm. your husband? And it's like, we don't even need to get into all that backstory. And now she's like, she's got to take the men's thing to the woman's thing because they don't want to have. I said, this is a fucking lot. This is a whole fucking lot. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, you go to another country and everyone's just out here, free, yeah. off the shoulder t-shirt, just on a bike, unisex bathrooms. No one giving a fuck. It's just like, are you a good person? Do you tip well? That's it. <laughs> if I if I weren't if I weren't in the career I'm in, I would definitely open up a haberdash for non-binary queer folks, just whoever. Because haberdash is you know like like bespoke suits where it's like Savile Row in London and it's like made to measure and you're sitting on the right. you're stepping on the stool. I mean, that kind of stuff because yes. Why are you giving the, out ideas on a podcast? This is how we stay broke. I, I, no, I, I, I to a super a super long bleep. If I wasn't in comedy, I would no, I think he said blow stop. up the World Trade Center. <laughs> no, Ain't just, nobody yeah. gonna buy that cow, honey. Ain't nobody gonna buy the cow. <laughs> All right. All right. Giving it away. Uh, This is neither here nor there, but uh, the heterosexual uh, brain of mine has to say female presenting people look very sexy in suits and tuxes. Uh, That shit works. See Kristen yes. Stewart in a suit and then tell me uh, no suits. Uh, sorry. See Janelle Monet in a suit and tell me no suits. Get the fuck oh, out yeah. of here. <laughs> I'd like to see awesome. my wife in a suit. It, it yeah, is. It's. Right. I mean, yeah. Ever since like Greta Garbo did it back in the 1920s, it's been awesome. And even then, that 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 movie got like it it got um, censored. But yeah. anyway, oh, my point is point is I love to see it. And I want to ask you guys this. I don't know. Now that I've hit 40s and I'm kicking 45 in the ass. Do you ever do you ever strut when you guys are dressed? Do you ever feel like I strut? Have you a met more? me? Dude, when we do our show. <laughs> when is Buto not strutting is my question. Have you met me? I'm walking like the winner and the loser of drag race. What do you even mean? I'll, I'll break yeah. out in a fucking Zumba class for okay. one in the middle of the show just because <laughs> it's true she does. So yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ain't I didn't know. That- gonna, ain't nobody gonna celebrate you like you gotta celebrate yourself. I don't know if it qualified as strutting what you're doing. I'm like, is she strutting? Does she feel she's strutting? Like, what is she? Is she doing that? Is she doing it? Am I? I would. I would say I probably strut, but it looks like uh, a wrestling entrance more. But that's my version of strutting. You know, come on stage, little flex, a point, like a fucking yeah, come on. Like that's my version. I get amped up for that. Luchador. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just to jump back to something uh, you said earlier, Michelle, you were like, we are not on this. I think we are not on this earth for that long. Blah blah blah. That I think that's part of turning why fashion your fashion choices change at forty too because you're like yeah. I already been bullied I got I, I we have friends who are uh, passed away early and uh, family members mm -hmm. have passed away mm -hmm. and you were like if I got fifteen years left am I really gonna hold off on rocking a sarong am I gonna yeah. just like mm -hmm. die with a fucking yeah. sarong in the closet having never yeah. worn it no yeah fuck that noise and I think that's part of. 40 obviously comes with maybe some more money or, you know, a little more financial stability or a little bit more understanding of what's important to you prior prioritization wise. It comes with a little bit more of the mortality, a little bit more of like, if I have 15 years, I want to look good and feel good while I'm yeah. like for, if yeah. I'm on the way out, I got to fuck it. I want to I want to play it cool. So I feel like all that is in the stew of get as you get older and you've seen styles, you've seen trends for now, 30 ish years where you're like. You can nitpick, like you can, not nitpick, sorry. You could cherry pick some of your things like, ooh, dangly earring, ooh, speedo, ooh, flip-flop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, this shit came and went, but it stuck with me. Like, minimalist shoes, like shoes with no bottom, 
those were like nouveau like five years ago. I fucking cannot get enough of them still. And I just locked wow. in. And now I'm the guy who's on eBay buying fucking minimalist shoes that aren't around anymore because I have a fucking thing I like. And it feels yeah. it feels good. Feels good? Like, yeah. It does. You're not, buying money, you're not buying money to keep up with other people. You're, bu- you're not spending money to keep oh. up with other people. You're spending money to keep up with your own ideas, which feels good. Say it again and put it on a magnet, bitch. Yes. <laughs> how's, your, how's your underwear game? How, how's your underwear? Because oh, my underwear wow, was- Jordan. No, I, no, this wow. is real. This is real because is when real. I hit forty, no, I was right. like, right. I was like, I was like, I need no to, more holes. Uh, yeah, yes. I had so no many more holes. skin marks. It looked like uh, it, it was bad, man. My mine looked, my underwear looked righteous as they were. I'm gonna as be honest. Been beatified. There yes. Were so many- <laughs> here, here you go. Right next to me because I live in a tiny apartment. Could, my my underwear drawer is it. right here. No. <laughs> oh, look at Michelle. Look at my closet. Look at my look at my shirts that are hanging uh, what here. What did I like, say? Nice. What did I fucking say? Look how much color and shit is going on in the back. I love told it. you. I love Orleans it. homicide detective. Robbery like, and homicide. Underwear is, Jordan, <laughs> underwear is where men thrive because it's like yeah. you go fully into like spectrumy mode where you're like, these <laughs> underwear feel good, look good. All right, I'm gonna get 40 pairs of them. Like yes. And yes. the I'll say the the when I knew I had decent money or a, <laughs> a medium amount of money is when I would throw out underwear that was Ooh. ripped. When you Ooh. throw out a pair of ripped underwear because I'm you have plotting. 14 pairs, like a grown-up, that feels yeah, fucking so good. good. Yeah. Yeah. There's my no mom, such thing as lucky true. underwear. Get rid of them fucking things. Good. They're not lucky. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> my not. mom uses my dad's underwear as rags around the house. So. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fruit of the loom. Getting those windows nice <laughs> and clean. No. Oh, now, that's no. some green stuff. That's that's a green yeah, lifestyle. that's I, next level. That's I like to true. hear it, but not for me. If my wife was, like, wiping <laughs> down the table with my underwear, I'd have a hard time. You know what? There was um when I used to be an editor at NBC back in the yeah. Dizzy, we had a life and styles reporter who really was just like a dumb bitch who just got a job because she was purdy. But sure. she used to do this thing where she could like tell a man by his shoes. I'm just like, bitch, you here because you got big city stuff. But I can definitely tell if a man's got good underwear by his pants. Interesting. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, your pants do say a lot about what's going on underneath. So don't yeah. forget. Ooh, what's what's a good clue? Like. Like if someone's got well, for instance, bungees. when Jordan was showing up with ripped jeans, I was like, "Well, if it's like that on the outside, what's he hiding on the inside?" Yeah, yeah. he's got. Here's, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, and no offense. No, 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 no offense. I hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom uh, with my jeans. Really, truly, I mean, those were an improvement upon where I was before. When I used to work in yeah. advertising, I uh, my thighs got real big. They got real big, oh. and I would just rip holes in my. And uh, in the crotchal area. Always the same area, right? Crotchal area, yes. Now this now here's the problem. This was before people started wearing um boxer briefs. They hadn't come around yet. So I'm wearing boxers yes. and I got a hole down there. So yes, the bell the bell came out once or twice, and I was like, wow, it feels really cold on my nut. And I'd be sitting in a seat and and yeah, little a little egg, little brown egg showing up. In the middle Cage of a free. meeting. Cage free. Yeah. <laughs> Cage free. Goes where it Oof. wants to go. I, yeah, I was like, oh my, I was so embarrassed. I'm so I was sorry. So, I'm yes. so sorry. So embarrassed. Uh, when, presentation when went boxer, well, I think boxer briefs, <laughs> boxer briefs is one of the most important advancement in men's yes. fashion technology. Because briefs just weren't for me because of my excessive thigh meat. But. Yes. Yeah. Uh, boxers weren't for me for the same reason, especially going to the trying to like go to the gym or go for a job with boxers. Shape, yeah, she would be like shit. fucking yeah. shredded. I'd be like wearing a fucking fringe <laughs> skirt by yeah. the end. Oh, terrible, terrible. And when boxer briefs came around, I was like, game fucking change. 100, 100%. Makes my package look a little better than it really is, too. Which oh, is congratulations. Thank, well, I thank you. Thank you. Michelle just shed a single tear for me. <laughs> I, do, I, I do feel that like. Up in your underwear game, though people can't see it, it makes you feel more confident and confident in the way you look. And it's a it's a marker of 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 age and maturity that you have a nice pair, a good pair. Like I wear like I mean, look at me. I wear new balance underwear, of course. So it's like new balance dad underwear. It's good. 
it's really it's sensible uh-huh. underwear it's yeah. the it's the 990s of underwear and i love it it's a good dad shoe but in underwear oh my form. god is this what it yeah. feels like to be the only man on the view i'm like okay now i have to say something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck for the ladies underwear game absolutely important and yes. you know also society has dictated what underwear we should wear because yes. it's sexy no it's got to feel good fuck that lace up you crack and you get in like a little like <laughs> like situation between your butt cheeks but you're like it's sexy it's not comfort and and there's a bunch of different stuff you can go to target bitch if you don't have money also a bra get yourself a new bra no matter what even if you've already got new get yourself a new bra you walk different period you feel different yeah, yeah. thank you so much you buy you have to we, say it when you do buy we know nice underwear to yeah i'm sorry Tony, when you, please when you buy nice underwear like you said people might not see it but you'll carry yourself differently bet you it yes. ups the chances of someone seeing it Ooh, it's like a tux. You better. Come on, Dr. Phil. Let's go. Oh, I could talk for hours about your underwear, Jordan, but uh, I'll I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys get out of here. But before, before, I have one plug for Amsterdam. I know the Van Gogh Museum is obvious choice, but my favorite paint, one of my favorite paintings is potato eaters. And that's in there. Uh, And it's, it's a, it's a heavy, Dark, dark ass painting that's like four feet by three feet. It's enormous. It's Ooh. really a beautiful painting. It's one of my favorites. So take take a chance when you go to Van Gogh on your uh, little space cake and soak, <laughs> soak up the potato. Did you eaters. know it's actually not pronounced Van Gogh? It's Van pronounced Gogh. Van Gogh. Yeah. Oh, no wonder he did it. <laughs> no. I cut my ear off hearing that all the time, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yikes! I can't hear Re- that shit. Wait. Van, oh my god! It's Van not Gogh. Van Gogh. It's Van Gogh. Van Gogh. So sad. Yeah. So sad. What a sad man. Um. Yeah. My favorite is the Night Watch, Ooh. which is supposed to be like it's it's like Holland's most famous painting. They were like, oh. you have to look at the Night Watch. It's That's Rembrandt, something. right? Yeah. Oh, look at. Oh my God. Gabriel. Oh, Stru- don't let the Long Island fool you, bitch. Don't let the Long Island Studi- fool you. Educated. Minored in studio art in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> some shit Get stuck it. for some reason. Some shit stuck. <laughs> Get it. Get it. Get it. Love. Yeah. Love. Yeah, is, Come on, so trivia fun, night. Man. Let's go. Bingo. <laughs> Bring me. Bring me. Uh, let's. Tell my listeners, a.k.a. the shitheads, where they can check out your guys' podcast and whatever else you guys have going on. Plug away, fam. Oh, my God. Shitheads, what's up? Uh, yeah, you, you can check us out. The adulting podcast, podcast wherever podcasts are sold. Um, on uh, ERM, Exactly Right Media. Uh, yeah. You can catch us there any old time. We got tons of episodes. Outside of yes. that, um, I am on Instagram, uh, the realer Jordan Carlos. Michelle, tell them where they can find you. Oh, my goodness. Michelle Buteau, that's B-U-T-E-A-U, bitch. Um, I'm hosting a barbecue show on Netflix uh, that's coming out called The Barbecue Showdown. Yes. Which is very exciting and delicious at the same time. And um, I got a show coming out on Netflix called um, Survival of the Thickest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think my uh, I think my algorithm will serve me that no matter what. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> my algorithm's like, we know, bro. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> it's got thick in the title. It's for you. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's great. Uh, I have uh, listeners, you know my stuff, but I got Action Boys, uh, a Patreon podcast. Check that out. And 101 Places to Party Before You Die now on HBO Max. Uh, now yes. on HBO Max, I say one year after it came out, still on HBO Max for now until Zaslav <laughs> decides he can save 40 bucks by shooting it behind a barn. Let's go, Strikers. <laughs> oh, my God. All day, man. All yes, day. the Don't WGA captain yeah, up in this bitch. All right. You know what it is. You know what it is. Bye, shitheads. I mighty. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world 
where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. Yeah. There's some yeah. sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room <laughs> Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.